Good morning my brothers and sisters in Christ and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. Last night I had an amazing dream. Now I've mentioned before in previous podcasts about dreams that I've had and what makes this one so different. Since I've been saved, I got saved what, nearly six years ago now, thereabouts. And in that time, I've had a few health issues. The Lord has kept me safe and kept me sound through it. And over the last couple of months, he, he healed my liver. He healed my liver. And one thing the Lord has said to me about when I ask for things, be specific about what you ask for. Don't go, well, oh, Father, can you heal my liver? Amen. Be specific. What do you want done to the liver? Well, Father, I want you to remove all the toxins and the fat, because that's what I was having problems with, having a fatty liver. Common thing today. And he removed all the fat and toxins out of my liver because it got to the point where I was getting really sick and it was horrible. No one can help No one can help me. I mean, no one can help you anyway. If a doctor see you, all they do is give you drugs. They don't do anything. Change your diet, which I have over a year, two years ago. And it just got to a point where, you know, I was getting really sick. I even called out the ambulance and the ambulance didn't do nothing. And then I sat there in tears and I said, Father, I need your help. Please, all in the name of Jesus, I need your help. I went to sleep that night, and next time I woke up, I lost all the weight around my gut. All the weight around my gut was gone, stomach. And I didn't cotton on for about, till about three days later. Um, that basically, my, I just felt totally better. I was sleeping better, sleeping like I slept years ago. You know, it was amazing. And then I went and ruined it. I ate all the foods that I shouldn't be eating, which is why I got fat in my liver, because you're insulin resistant. Um, and then he went and healed it again. He removed all the fat and toxins out of there again. You might think this guy's just, you know, he, he just thinks the case. No, trust me. This is what happens when you're born again. This is what happens when you belong to the God. Because yesterday, or the other day rather, I was speaking to someone and she said to me, this woman who's a pastor's wife, that everyone is children of God. All the children in the world are children of God. That's not true. God creates people and they enter the world, but they're automatically children of Satan because Satan took over Adam in the beginning. And until that person repents and comes to Jesus, that point is when they're adopted from Satan's kingdom into God's kingdom and become children of the Most High. So she's completely in error, right? But most people are anyway. They take con scripture out of complete context and just make it up in their own minds. <coughs> Excuse me. And I say to people, you've got to be careful with that. Because that's adding and subtracting from the word. That's Revelations 22, verse 18 and 19. There's a warning over that. You've got to be careful. Because if you add and subtract, if you add, God will add diseases to you. If you subtract, he will rub your name out of the Lamb's Book of Life. Right? It's serious business. And we've just got to respect that. So, the Lord has been really, really good. And he's blessed me so much in my life as a Christian evangelist because of my ministry. I don't, I don't compromise. I don't hide away from the truth. I tell people what I want to, and needs to be said. This is why now I'm getting flack from the certain individuals within society, um, because of the topics I'm touching on, you know, topics that most preachers I've never, I've never heard a preacher talk on John three eighty when Jesus said, if you don't believe in me, you're condemned. I've never heard anyone preach that, but this is what Jesus said. And this is the biggest part of my ministry. A woman prophesied it into my life when I got saved. And she was bang on accurate amongst two others. And she said, Steve, the Lord showed me that your ministry is going to be a two-edged sword. You're just going to cut straight through people. And this is what comes out of Jesus' mouth in Revelation. 
you know, a two-edged sword, the word of God. And it certainly does, because the Lord puts me in situations sometimes, and I think to myself, wow, what? I didn't, I didn't realise I just said that, you know, and what was that just come out of my mouth? It was him using me as a vessel. I've got no problem telling you straight. I've got no problem, and I do not make compromises. Anyone who compromises is not following Jesus. Jesus didn't compromise. The Father didn't. Moses didn't. Elijah didn't. Ezekiel didn't. They're just straight down the middle, especially Paul as well. But being number one, Jesus did not compromise. He told you straight. And if you didn't like it, he didn't care. Because he is God. You wonder why they want to kill him. The Pharisees wanted him dead because he told them the truth. And it's a truth people can't handle. Big time. In this country, throughout the ages. Anyway. Not saying that to move on from that awesome bit of preaching there. Because it's the truth. And I'll always tell you the truth no matter what. Because I love you all and I care about you. You've got to understand something. Jesus didn't run around with roses on his head kissing people. He told people mostly about the biggest part of his ministry was talking about hell. Not heaven, hell and repentance. Because if you don't repent, that's where you're going. You know? And it's a very serious thing. If you're put in a situation, you've got to... Like I mentioned, uh, I mentioned something yesterday about a woman, which I'm going to be doing another podcast on. A woman that's 22 years old in Nigeria, type in Google, woman, 22-year-old Nigerian Christian woman, right, stoned to death for her faith by Muslims. Stoned to death by Muslims for her faith. I guarantee she would have stood there and they said, look, denounce Jesus and you'll be forgiven and you can, you can go about your way. No, I won't denounce Jesus. And she was stoned to death. I guarantee in that hour, God would have taken all of her pain, right, and right now she's with the Father and the Son. In, in glory, in eternity. Hallelujah. I can't wait to be there. How many of you would stand there and not denounce Jesus and not deny Jesus and not betray him? How many? Before you say, I wouldn't, don't say anything. Just don't say nothing. Don't even hint it. Just think about that. Because if your faith isn't strong in Jesus and that test comes from Satan through them or anyone else in the world who's not a believer in Christ, right? You're either going to pass or you're going to fail, right? And if you haven't got faith, you are completely and utterly ruined. Right. So I want to move on to this dream. This is part of what I'm saying as well. So last night's dream was amazing. It was like complete peace. I don't know if you've ever woken up and you're thinking, oh, I feel so refreshed. That dream was amazing. I didn't want to wake out of that dream. I just want to stay there, right? That peaceful love that you feel in that dream, that's what eternity, that's what paradise is going to be like constant because that's the revelation i got this morning from the lord that lovely dream you had steve is my presence with me forever but for those who do not believe in me and die have you ever had a really bad nightmare that you wake up shaking covered in sweat in fear well that's what hell is going to be like but a million times worse for you non-believers out there in jesus those who do not walk with jesus those who are walking against him and don't deny him you are going to hell you will die and go to hell. And that dream, that nightmare that you've had once in your life, because I've had a few and they're horrible, right? God has even taken me through one to show me something. In my, in my dream, I saw two massive angels protecting me. But in other words, God was actually talking to me and saying, Steve, the enemy can never touch you because you belong to me, right? But if you don't belong to him, you're at the mercy of Satan. And trust me, you, those nightmares is where you're going to endure forever because you've endured, you've endured living in sin. You love living in sin. You know, you say, well, I've heard people say, I'm a good person. Really? Do you tell lies? Well, yeah. Um, I didn't know good people tell lies. 
And every time I say that, people get instantly convicted and shocked. You know, hypocrites, Jesus would call them. Not one of you is good, Luke 10, 18. Was it Mark 10, 18? No, Mark 10, 18, Jesus said, nobody's good, only God. No one's good. We're all fallen of the glory of God, but our standards are terrible. That's why you have to trust in Jesus, follow him, read the word, and just trust him and let him change you, because you can't change yourself. That's it. So, if you think your works are good enough, I'm sorry to say they're not. Um, that applies to a Muslim, a Buddhist, a Hindu, anybody out there. If you think your prayers ten times a day, giving money to your imam or your 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 church leader, or doing works for children in Africa, or you know whatever you may think it is, is good enough for your sin. Wrong, it won't. You just go to hell because God doesn't want payment. That's just like Al Capone and Adolf Hitler. And all the tyrants in history have got as paid God on the way through the heaven, and they've got VIP lounges. Heaven will be no different from earth. Heaven's, earth is completely corrupt and wicked. Look at the state of it now. You know, I was speaking with someone this morning about a guy called Enoch Powell in the 1950s. He predicted what would happen is happening now. He predicted back in the 50s the lawlessness, the influx of foreigners that are just taking over, bringing all their false pagan gods bringing all their false ideas and their wickedness. Look at the state of my country now. Look at the state of it. But this was prophesied back in the 50s for Christians. The Lord showed me he took his hand off this nation. Right? This was once a blessed Christian nation. had a powerful empire. wasn't perfect. Right? The only Asians now left in the world that are Christian somewhat are Russia, those Baltic, Baltic Eastern European countries. That's it. And if there was a war, and I'm telling you this now, if there's a war between the East and the West, the West ain't winning. Finished. So, just want you to think about that dream. It was so lovely and peaceful. So relaxing. It's amazing. And I just, I just didn't want to wake up. I mean, I got woken up by my neighbour's barking dog, which is just infuriating me, that did. I couldn't believe it, a dog barking. Serious got issues. You know, and that woke me up. If I hadn't woken me up, right? I dreamt and dreamt. At some point, I've got to wake up, you know. But what the Lord is showing me, that see, this is what waits you. You know, when you shut your eyes for the last time in whatever situation you're in. And I want you to think about it, guys. I met a guy at a motorcycle meet, and he said to me, I'm not, I don't, I'm not scared about death, but I'm just a bit worried about how I'm going to die. Now, a believer doesn't talk like this, because a believer knows for, for, for it straight away, your, your reassurance is in Jesus, your peace is in Jesus, even if the thought of death comes in, you're looking forward to it because you can't wait to go. That's a believer. You know, you're not concerned about the circumstances because I guarantee you in that situation, right, God will bring complete peace around you. I've had situations where I felt quite threatened and the Lord has brought complete peace around me and said, nothing's going to harm you, Steve, you're my son. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Nothing can harm you. No, no evil prevail against the kingdom of God. That's the end of it. And we are the kingdom. We are children of the Most High. And you need to remember that. Right? People who are not with God, who masquerade saying they are, there, the fear of God will come upon them, guarantee it. Even Christians out there right now living in sin, the fear of God will be put upon you because you are not walking with him. You're walking with Satan. I, even me, Stephen Prentice, a Christian evangelist, I, even me, stepped out of line about a month ago, right? And the Lord was not happy with me. And trust me, I was having nightmare after nightmare for about three weeks. And I didn't know what was going on, right? And it was something I was doing, right? And the Lord convicted me. And so I was sitting in my garage. And I heard his voice say to me, no son of mine does that. 
and I felt that convicted and that sad. He, the next day he showed me through a Christian brother what I'd been doing wrong and pride had beginning to sneak into my life because the Lord had blessed me with everything. He's looked after me in every sense. He gave me a beautiful house, beautiful social housing that you don't get on social housing. This is just unique. Everyone who turns up to the street says, are we actually on the right street? Because it's all private housing around here, not social housing. You know, beautiful big garden, beautiful house, new kitchen. The list goes on. Because I'm blessed as a Christian evangelist for my ministry, I, I, the Lord has said to me, Steve, you deserve it. You know, but don't step out of line. Don't think you're any, don't think you're special above anyone else on this earth. You're just a man who's done his work for me. So I will honor and bless. He looks after my car. He looks after me on my motorcycle. You know, he takes care of all the little things I need around my house. Honestly, I can't express enough. All the little things that bother me in the flesh, the Lord takes care of. You do, I just can't put my finger on it, how he does it, but he does it, right? For example, I'll give you another little example. In my garage, I need one of these long LED lights. Now, the social housing provider does not provide these to tenants, right? The electrician got me one. He said, that's unheard of, Steve. We don't get them for tenants, but you've got one. Because I was thinking about it two weeks before that I need one of these. The Lord took care of it. I didn't even ask. He just took care of it. Because he knows what you need before you need it. You see? He gives you what you need, not what you want. I want a brand new BMW GS 1200 motorcycle, but I don't think I'm going to be getting it because I don't need it. You know? <clears throat> I've already got a motorcycle. The Lord has even told me to move on. Anyway. So, these are the blessings that a Christian will endure. Right? But if you're not a Christian and you think you're following Jesus, I've got news for you. He won't bless you. Satan can bless you. Satan can give you all the things you want in the world. Right? And to a point, he can even heal people because he knows you'll never, you, never come to the truth. That's a reality. So guys, I really want you to think about what I've said. The dream that I had was so peaceful and loving. It's just amazing. I can't, the feeling you get, I mean, you guys will understand what I'm saying here. When you've had one of those dreams where you just think you're so comfortable, you're so relaxed, you're so chilled, you're so, you're so happy in this dream. You don't want to wait from it. That's what heaven is going to be like forever with our Father. No more suffering, no more sadness, nothing. No more anguish, nothing. But for you who do not believe in Jesus, as he says in John 3.18, you are condemned. It's just the beginning. When you shut your eyes for the last time, the nightmare goes on forever. And it doesn't end. Because you've chosen to walk with Satan. You've chosen to walk in evil. You've chosen to lie, blaspheme, curse, fornicate, live in adultery. You've chosen to commit crimes against God, blaspheme. You know, all these other ones, being, drunk, being drunkards, you know, being violent, being vicious, being murderous. You know, and people say, oh, I've murdered anyone. You ever thought about killing someone in your heart? You ever thought about that neighbour that crossed you that time and you thought, I'll do this and do that? Yeah, well, that's murder. Jesus took it to the next level. He said to a man, even if you look at a woman lustfully, you commit adultery in your heart. You haven't touched it yet. You just committed it in your heart. He took it to the next level. And that applies to women. If a woman look at a man lustfully, the same thing applies to you. You know? So, my brothers and sisters, I pray for you. And I hope that you listen to this and understand it. And you, for you lot who are non-believers, there's a sheer warning for you. If you do not repent, you will go to hell and suffer. But if you repent to Jesus, and it's not by via your works that you are saved, but by his righteousness in you, right, John 3, 5, and so on, right, that you will be saved. You will have eternal life, John 3, 16. You will have eternal life if you believe in him. And you become born again of water and spirit, you will have eternal life. You will have that peace, I guarantee it. And I do this because I love you all. 
I'm just going to pray. Father, I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, you gave me this dream last night. Lord, it was so amazing. So much peace, so much happiness, Lord, that, Lord, you want all of us to feel this. But many will never, because they choose to walk in evil. Father, pray for those people. That they understand that, Jesus, you are the only way. As you said, Jesus, I am the way, the truth, the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. I pray that the people, Lord, who are lost in this world, who are living in sin, that, Lord, you convict them that it's not by their works they are saved. They're saved in trusting you, in genuine repentance to turn away from their sin to you. That's a true child of God, not someone who's going to cover up their issues, dig them in the ground and think their works are going to save them because they're not. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name, Father. Amen. God bless you all. Bye.